Welcome to Podcasts of Foes. I'm Greg Tito, host of Dragon Talk, the official Dungeons and Dragons podcast. To celebrate the launch of Morning Canaan's Tome of Foes, we worked with more than 20 of the community's favorite live play D&D podcasts to record special episodes using monsters and lore from Tome of Foes. We love highlighting the creativity of these amazing players and dungeon masters, and hopefully you will find one or two new podcasts to follow. To find out more about these groups and Morning Canaan's Tome of Foes, head to dnd.wizards.com slash mtof, or check out our live video programming on twitch.tv slash dnd. I wanted to thank Victoria Rogers from the Broadswords for organizing all these amazing adventures from the community in this podcast of foes. And to find out about the next D&D adventure, check out the Stream of Many Eyes on June 1st, 2nd, and 3rd. More information on that event can be found at dnd.wizards.com slash s-o-m-e. Have fun listening to this awesome one-shot adventure featuring monsters, stories, and lore pulled straight from Mordenkainen's Tome of Foes, available in game stores on May 18th and everywhere else on May 29th. Have fun rolling dice! In a humble abode nestled in the small town of Phandalin, candlelight flickers from a second-story window. Inside, an adolescent girl scribbles in her journal with a black raven quill. Winter, formerly Alana Hall Winter, has a lot on her mind tonight. In one corner of her room, a canvas sack is filled to the brim with colorful dresses, ribbons, and toys, mementos of her old self. Now she dreams of being braver, fiercer, maybe even a little colder to the world outside. For the world out there is a scary place filled with monsters and things that go bump in the dark. Nonetheless, a well-loved stuffed bear sits at the edge of her desk. Her old friend, Bairn, still brings her comfort. His matted fur is filled with dried tears and other secrets he'll never share. As Winter's eyes flit toward her companion, a chill fills the air. She glances past him to find the window to her room indeed closed, but it frosts over rapidly. The candle flickers as though a brisk wind has entered the room, its light casting ominous shadows on the walls. And then she is gone. The black ink from her quill bleeds onto parchment, threatening to blot out her final written words. The Raven Queen. Welcome to Podcasts of Foes. I'm Kat Kruger, DM for D20 Dames. I'm also Chief Wordsmith at Steampunk Unicorn Studio, where I write for entertainment and gaming clients. You can find some of my adventures on DM's Guild, a couple haunts in the board game Betrayal at Baldur's Gate, and some of my young adult books on Amazon.com. For the benefit of new listeners, we're going to go around the table for a quick intro of everyone else at the table. Hi, I'm Maris Mullaly, and I play a level 3 monk named Rose Lau. 
Rose is from a monastery in the Shulung region uh, where she's been training in the way of the four elements. Uh, she wears a navy silk tunic and trousers that she sewed herself uh, and ties her hair back into a bun. She has traveled all the way uh, to Phandalin and to this larger region at the request of her abbot to seek out and learn more about the Dark Sisterhood. Um, you can find me, Maris, online as the Fabric Alchemist. Hi, my name is Jen Vaughn, and I play Riot Boneserker, a forest ranger tiefling, technically a monster slayer tiefling, uh, level three. And Riot's quest is to find her missing siblings, uh, if they're still alive, and hopefully not too evil. And in real life, I am a uh, writer and artist of comic books. Hi, I'm Brittany Leonagay. I play Sildar Hallwinter, who is technically an NPC, uh, <laughs> but I play him like he's not. <laughs> he's mine now. Um, he's a human... Uh, strapping older gentleman who uh, is basically a semi-retired uh, soldier. He also has adopted a child, a dwarf child. <laughs> um, and yeah, he's a very storied man. Uh, but again, he's an NPC and I'm just here <laughs> to play him as such. Um, and you can find me online at Brittany Lee. What is a what Sildar look like? Sildar, so Sildar looks like uh, if you Google his uh, character sheet, he looks like what you see there, <laughs> which is like a gray and like beard, gray beard, tall, strapping. <laughs> but then like add thirty five pounds to his midsection. <laughs> <laughs> I believe you said an aging Disney prince. Before. Yes, that's right. That's right. That's right. <laughs> he is, yeah, like a sixty something Disney prince um, with like all the gusto and goofiness of a Disney prince, but just he's had his heels up on a desk for a little while uh, <laughs> working with the the city council, kind of just, you know, living life. Heck yeah. Uh, Riot is a, a red winged tiefling with like uh, black wings, uh, black smoked hands and feet and uh, uh, black hair with uh, silver horns. So she, uh, you know, she's really easy to pick out of the forest. Just super flashy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> she's one. She should be one of them city tieflings, but you know, next thing. Yeah, the roles don't pick you. <laughs> <laughs> no, we, we we picked them out of a book. No. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I guess for, for listeners, too, uh, I should mention that Brittany is an NPC because she's actually the producer of the show. <laughs> <laughs> so I just like to come and hang out and play and, you know. I, I think Sildar is the best character on here, so like, <laughs> got to see what we could do about uh, retconning all that uh, trademark stuff with wizards. <laughs> <laughs> That's the problem. He was only like so drawn out for me that I just had to take him in like the silliest direction possible. <laughs> <laughs> it's the end of another average day in Vandalin. 
the sleeping giant is hopping with locals and tourists alike. The dames have managed to sneak back into town with the rescued children from your last adventure. And at the Stonehill Inn, Navarre tucks them into bed in her spacious room. You've all agreed to present the kids to Sildar in the morning when they're well-rested after their ordeal in Neverwinter Wood. Sildar, you are blissfully unaware of the situation and have finished up another day at Townmaster's Hall. What does your evening routine look like? Well, Sildar, I mean, he, he is a pretty consistent evening routine. Um, it's kind of like clockwork, I think, especially um, since adopting winter. Um, it's He's kind of does like the sleepy old man thing. So he's... Uh, insists that Winter eats dinner uh, at the table in the kitchen with him every night. Um, But after that, she's free to kind of go do her own thing. So that's when he kind of takes his time and uh, he likes to do a little bit of an evening stroll around the town, uh, the town square, kind of just checking in, you know, looking a little too closely, you know, around windows and just making sure there's no... Uh, hustle and bustle where there shouldn't be and there is hustle and bustle where there should be um so after his stroll he probably comes back to his house and cleans up after dinner um and what i would call a is ritual for him um is sildar has been around for a while and has seen a lot of things and he actually does some journaling um which is interesting because uh Winter does some journaling of her own. Um, <laughs> but uh, Sildar's is a little bit more matter of fact. Uh, it's not very emotion driven. It's more just this is what happened and just to take note. Um, on this- Sildar, doesn't, Sildar doesn't write any emo poetry. <laughs> no, I mean, <laughs> I'm sure him writing like, I was very excited today is, a, is pretty much emo <laughs> poetry. <laughs> it's just a lot of emoting right there. Uh, <laughs> But uh, I think on this particular day, nothing really exciting happened. So he's actually not writing anything. He's more just uh, going back to old journals and uh, reading them. Maybe he's poured himself a glass of something uh, brown and liquor-y. Um, <laughs> and yeah, he's just enjoying the rest of his evening. Um, he's probably also checked in on winter, kind of just peeked his head and just make sure she's there, which is right. a concern. <laughs> <laughs> Does he start noticing in his journals any like common themes like missing people <laughs> a lot? <laughs> yeah, the the bulleted points in his journal definitely revolve around like characters and <laughs> characters gone missing. <laughs> For sure. Absolutely. And obviously the the dames are are highlighted in the last uh several pages. Um so Woot. Yeah. <laughs> we hope. Basically, celebrities in Sildar's mind. So, <laughs> All right. So um, over at Stonehill Inn, uh, Rose, how are you sort of winding down for the evening? Uh, I've gone down to the, um, down to, I guess, the innkeeper's area to see if I can get a small cup of water uh, that I take back up and heat up with my little ability to heat up a small <laughs> amount of water. 
Uh, and then I plop in some leaves that I've got out of my bag. Not that I, n- not leaves that we took from Bud or anybody <laughs> else. <laughs> leaves I already had from Shulong. Uh, and make myself a nice cup of hot tea. Um, Rose also sits down to do a little journaling. She um, kind of unfurls a, yeah, not a sheet, but not a strip, a small amount of fabric that she uh, writes on with a calligraphy brush um, and waterproof ink. Um, so because she's learned paper just gets soggy and tears, so she <sighs> writes a few little notes um, about about her adventure so far, things she's possibly learning about her quest out here um, to learn more about the uh, the Dark Sisterhood. Uh, and then after she finishes writing, she settles in for about, well, about 30 minutes of easy meditation. Excellent. So over um, uh, a couple rooms down, Navarre is... Um, is tucking the children into bed and um, and then on the edges of town, Riot is um, at Alderleaf um, where she has been staying in the hayloft. Um, so Riot, what are you doing before bed? Uh, Riot takes out her beloved bow, Hollow's Edge, and uh, polishes it, uh, cleans the uh, the uh, the feathers on the uh, the bolts of each arrow which have a very technical name. Uh, but she grew up in a dungeon, so she just calls them flocks. Uh, that's definitely the real name. Uh, and she doesn't really write in a journal, but I think she's, well, she's got her investigative journal, um, less less of a, a diary. And she, uh, she you know, checks check boxes and looks back over things uh, just to make sure she hasn't missed anything. Um, all while breathing in the dewy night air okay so spread out across town in your various quarters you each find yourself drifting off to sleep rose and sildar you wake to find yourself in a bonbon colored forest there are pastel pink trees that grow red candy apples while pale blue shrubs look to be made of spun sugar the path ahead is one of cobblestone rock candy. Ooh. And you have all your gear and everything with you. And it's just the two of you on this path. Is this, Sildar, is this a section of the Neverwinter Wood that I should, didn't see before? Yeah, uh, no, not that, not that I know of. Uh, it's weird. Weird dream I'm having. This is bizarre. I, it's usually not so pink, but mm, yeah, I'll take it's, it. I mean, it also usually doesn't have people I know in it. Yeah, I I was actually gonna say the same thing. I don't. I. It's just my dreams are mostly very solitary. I'm just walking through town. My dreams are pretty much like my waking life, but I'm just alone. <laughs> this is very. This is very odd. Uh. But I'll take it. Any, I mean, time I can spend with you, Rose. This is great. This is great. Yes, this is this this is this really is pink. <laughs> um, um, I mean, we should probably 
definitely confirm that we're here. And I go over to Sildar and just kind of like start pinching his arm. <laughs> Whoa, it's, I don't know why my vision of Rose would be pinching me. This is really weird. Stop that. <laughs> and Sildar okay. tries to like control you. <laughs> With his mind. <laughs> With his mind. <laughs> because he's sure that you are part of the dream. <laughs> Do you have a headache, Sildar? What? Why? Stop talking. <laughs> this is why I like to be alone in my dreams. I can't even trust myself anymore. <laughs> you can trust yourself, and I'll trust myself, and we'll be good. I'm sure we can figure out where... Riot and Navarre and the, and the, the and nobody else, nobody else, um, went to. So wait, did you, do you say you're dreaming too? I went upstairs, made my tea, did some writing, and sat down to meditate, and then everything was pink. Okay. So, mm, I, I did a very similar thing. That's very weird that we met. Pretty much did the same thing. Uh, <laughs> it's what all good adventurers do, right? That's, I guess, I guess so. Yeah, yes, right. I knew, I knew I liked you. <laughs> but I went to sleep and now I'm here. So unless it's some kind of teleportation magics or I don't, uh, I, I don't, I don't know. This is all very unfamiliar to me. It, it's like, as you said, out of a dream and Rose kind of stoically wide-eyed, which is slightly oxymoronic, but um, <laughs> wide-eyed, but trying to remain calm. She like reaches into her back pocket where she remembers she stashed the Nightmare Stone mm -hmm. to see if it's there. It is still there. Okay. She looks down at her leg. Is it emanating any weird darkness? No, it's not. Okay. Um, I'm good. I'm gonna pull it out of my pocket to look at it. It's just the same like dark crystal that it was um, after after it had sort of died down with the encounter with the monstrosities in Neverwinter Wood. Okay. Uh, whoa, 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 whoa! What's that? What's that? What is that? Um, it's um. Is that why we're here? No, 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 no. This is actually an ink block. Come, come on. R writer to writer. <laughs> I, uh, I, I need you to make a... Uh, are you trying to lie? You're, you're trying to lie to him, so... Uh, I am. Can you do a deception check? Yes. <laughs> um, I believe that's... That's charisma, right? Uh, oh, I... Oh. 14? Yeah, I mean, it, it. Sildar hasn't seen one that looks like that, but um, you know, in shoe, maybe things are ink blocks are different. Uh, all right. Uh. Okay, she, I'm just gonna put it away. <laughs> <laughs> Should we walk around? I mean, I don't get to hang out in a places like this this that often, so I just. Do you have any allergies we need to be aware of? You know, candy, apples, <laughs> chocolate, sugar, chocolate, sugar, sugar, <laughs> sugar. I don't know. And depending if it's milk chocolate or dark chocolate, if you have mm -hmm. a lactose intolerance, the milk mm -hmm. chocolate might not go down so well. 
I mean, I wasn't suggesting we feast, but I, I guess we could, <laughs> you know, have a little nibble here and there. Sorry, I. You have to realize I hang out with Ryan and Navarre. We just talk about food and eating. So I just assumed when you said explore, you meant explore with your taste buds. Ah. <laughs> uh. No, I, 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 again, I knew, I knew I liked you. This is, this is going to work out. This is going to be a great dream. Can't wait. <laughs> uh, so are you going to take a look around? Yeah, absolutely. I'm going to find a, All right. literally a low hanging fruit. Is there any like candy fruit hanging close by? Oh yeah. You, you can grab, grab a can- red candy apple. Absolutely. Um, if you, if you take, pluck a leaf off of a shrub, it's, it's made out of cotton candy. Oh Yeah. One of those, like, daffodil teacups, you know? I mean, even if you chiseled at the at the road, it's it's rock candy. Um. Important question. Yes. Are there any, like, candy white rabbits hopping by? That's really bizarre. Because <laughs> Rose has no idea what any of these candies are, but she... <laughs> it's like, cotton candy? What are you eating a cloud? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no. Uh, sadly, no, no white rabbits. Oh, so maybe it's really disappointing. But you know what? It looks like you're enjoying that. <laughs> <laughs> um. So as you're sort of looking around and you know nomming on on the uh, foliage, um, you do notice um, posted on one of the trees along the path, um, there is a stick candy nail. That pierces through the top of what appears to be white chocolate parchment. Oh my goodness. And written in an elegant script are the following words. The path ahead is fraught with danger of your own creation. You must defeat the things that cause you to be uncertain. To turn back is folly, for the past is meant to be forsaken. To venture forward, release all things to which you are beholden. That's really deep for... A candy land. <laughs> it's also really deep for one of my dreams. Again, this is just another hint that I don't think this is my dream. Uh, and with, I, and I with, didn't even understand half of that, frankly. And with no white rabbits, maybe it's not Rose's dream either. Yeah. You do happen to notice also, uh, tied to one of the branches is a brightly colored ribbon. Uh, does Sildar recognize it? If it, Yeah. If you take a look, a close look at it, you recognize it as one that belongs or belonged to uh, your daughter, Winter. Uh, yeah. Uh, Rose, this is Alana, or mm, Winter's ribbon. I mean, that, these, that's... I mean, you... It was Alana's ribbon, no longer winter wouldn't wear that. That's now. a very good point. Uh, that's a very good point. This is also very Alana in the color scheme. <laughs> now that I'm thinking about it, uh, but not very winter. Although I don't know what that means exactly. But and why I would be here if this is for you to deal with your past uncertainties hey Why listen 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 i'm wait don't answer that <laughs> <laughs> i have nothing to do i've like listen i wrote all about it 
And I, I it's great. I, lo- I love the new winter. I love it. She's great. She's great. <laughs> Do you, um, perhaps say great one more time. It's great. Okay. It's great. <laughs> so much raw emotion and, uh, you know, power. She's just, you know, she's really, I just, I'm actually very proud of all the things she's, I just, yeah. Listen, this is this isn't for me. This is it's pink world is not for me. <laughs> well, we should still figure out then how to get out of here. Since there's really no shoe lung candy here and <laughs> I mean if I were dreaming, this would be cheese land. <laughs> <laughs> Rivers of fondue. <laughs> <laughs> Rocks that are actually like chunks of feta. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, breadfruit. That's actually bread that you can dip in the and everything. Oh my gosh, <laughs> the leaves of trees are bread. <laughs> and still, there might notice that Rose is kind of like drifting off. Eyes are glazing over as she's like maybe even starting to drool a little, thinking about this cheese plant. Gross, gross. No. Mm. Come back to me. Wait, do we <laughs> do we have food? Just uh, in case we're stuck here. It, if you uh, if you had anything in your pack, then yes. Okay. Oh, that's a very specific dream. It even I, opening up my pack, I can uh, I can see that like one of my half eaten uh, gluten free. <laughs> Bannock breads is like half eaten. Like that's very specific for the Sildar. Mm. I don't think we're in a dream. I mm, I don't know. I would say that in a dream, wouldn't I? Yep. You'd definitely say that in my dream to convince me okay. that that we're not yeah, in a dream. Yeah, it's this is all very very backwards. Here's what I'm thinking. It's whether it's a dream or not a dream feels like we need to either press on or wake ourselves mm-hmm. up or something. But you tried the whole pinching thing. That didn't work. I tried the pinching thing. Yeah, that's pretty foolproof. Yeah, and I don't really want to try anything more more violent yet. Um, yet. Yet. <laughs> Sildar <laughs> grabs onto his sword. <laughs> no, no, no. No, no, no. I, I meant like a slap. I'm a martial arts expert. My slaps aren't just like wisps of air they hurt um <laughs> he sildar's still not looking very very <laughs> sure about that plan yeah sildar has seen her on the racquetball court that's true. <laughs> that's true what sorry let me back up sildar what i was trying to say is earlier when i was pinching you to see if we were dreaming that was when it was colorful and pink and candy and before we got to the white chocolate parchment with what looks like fudge dripped calligraphy talking about danger that we made. Right. It also says something about letting go of our things. I'm a monk. I don't have that many things. I mean, I'm a dad. I also don't have that many things, as they say. You know, kids really take a lot out of you, so... As you're having this conversation and your eyes sort of, you know, are still taking everything in, you do notice that there are more 
brightly colored ribbons uh, tied to branches, sort of leading deeper into uh, the forest. Uh, yeah, Sildar's just going to grab Rose's shoulder, shoulders and kind of point in those directions. <laughs> okay, we'll go deeper into the candy forest. All right, so the cobblestone candy path, uh, as you go deeper, uh, it becomes somewhat more overgrown um, with red licorice vines. Mm. Um, eventually, the area opens up to a small grove where a pretty terrifying sight is unfolding. There is a pack of monsters circling around an adolescent girl. They are bipedal armless monstrosities with mouths full of rows of teeth and the green uh, the girl screams in horror as they close in on her the creatures are picture this a size small sarlacc from star wars if it also had clawed feet and fish eyes mm-hmm. and you can't really get uh get a full full view of who the girl is but i think your suspicions are that it is winter. Uh, yeah, I mean, Sildar takes that very seriously. <laughs> uh, Ro- Rose has already pulled her quarterstaff out, um, out of its holding place. Yeah, Sildar's right. longsword is in his hand. Tell me what your f- what your first thoughts are when you see these monsters. I just a little disgust and like Rose is very focused on the teeth mm-hmm. and like just there have been a lot of teeth in recent encounters with creatures. So this is just like really doesn't want to get bitten. Dude, she's scared of getting bit- bitten. Yeah. Okay. And Sildar? Yeah, I think Sildar has seen a lot of weird stuff, but he's most shaken by not knowing what this is uh, or not mm-hmm. having seen this before uh, and possibly the armlessness <laughs> mm-hmm. of them uh, is unsettling. But that is all very like tiny, tiny part of his mind because he is thinking that um, that Alana uh, or Winter is in danger. Mm-hmm. And what emotionally is he is is that he's complete panic because he was okay. pretty sure that this was like a fun time dream world, <laughs> despite right. that white chocolate note. Right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So um, as you enter the grove, uh, the girl screams, and um, it's almost as though as soon as. As soon as you have your reaction, even though you may not have gasped or anything, um, some of the creatures actually turn their attention towards um, each of you. Mm-hmm. So we've got six in total. Two stay on winter, um, and two each sort of start moving over towards um, Sildar and, and Rose. Okay. And I'm going to need you to roll for initiative. I really hope that wasn't my only 20. (laughs) (laughs) Plus three, so 23. Uh, Nine for Sildar. All right, so it is Rose. 
Mm-hmm. Um, then these creatures. Then winter. Then Sildar. Okay. All right. So how fast are they moving at us? They're they're sort of in a stalker stalking sort of predatory mode. So they're just like turning around sort of slowly and um, stalking towards you rather slowly. Okay, so they're pretty stable on their feet. All yeah. Right. Um, Rose kind of pushes Sildar away and points so that they, indicating that the, we should spread out. Mm-hmm. Um, and she starts to... Um, kind of walk to her right so she's starting to kind of go around the side and then take takes a sprint toward the nearest um thing okay um all right yeah um with the intention to like um slide and try to like slide tackle the thing and knock one of them over yeah, I mean, if you want to do a martial arts attack, you can do that. Okay, yeah, let me yeah. do that. Um, that is 14. All right, so you slide over towards it, and um, perhaps it's because you've never seen something like this, and it's messing with your mind, but you mm-hmm. just miss it. Okay. Do you want to Slide take another right action? Do you want to take another <laughs> action? Uh, <clears throat> as I slide past, I hop up quickly and then I try to swing my quarterstaff backwards toward it. Okay. See so if I make contact with its back because there's no arms to hit. Yes. <laughs> okay, that is uh, 17. That hits. Okay. All right. So you swing it down uh, mm-hmm. and do your damage. I do five damage. All right. So the creature uh, wails. It's just screeches from this mouth of teeth. Um, and it can't really see you because its eyes are on the side of its head. Um, but the other the other one is like snarling right beside you. Okay. Hmm. <laughs> uh, Do you have I any see- other... Yes, I'm, I'm staring straight in its face, and I'm deep breath, channel a little bit of chi, and step of the wind away. <laughs> All right. Where are you going to step? To my right, but I think that's between the two of them. <laughs> <laughs> How much movement can you do with, uh, with that? Uh, it's just a disengage or dash okay so you could i mean you could dash away from them but do you want to bring them so you're over on the right side of the tree um, yeah and winter's in the middle um do you want to try to drive them away from winter and go that way or do you want to go closer to winter to protect her i want to get between them and winter okay Excellent. And, and actually, to that to that effect, now that 
four of them have moved away, is it clear that it's winter? Yeah, absolutely clear that okay. it's winter. Yeah, <laughs> and she is in her she is in her like um, in her winter outfit, not her Alana outfit. Oh, okay. Yeah, you know it, she's like fully goth outfit rather than the pink, um, all the pink stuff. Yeah, all the pink stuff got left back in the candy area. Yeah, although you do notice that she is holding on to to a ribbon. Oh. So it is their turn, and you don't know what these creatures are yet, um, but they are just sort of wildly snarling, like bipedal feet, uh, mouths basically, and they are gonna gnash out. Um, and we'll start with Rose. Okay. The one that you smacked on the head, um, it's a little bit stunned, so it misses you. Okay. Ha ha ha! And the second one, um, it's trying to trying to move around, but it's like they're they're really awkward on their feet. And this one also sort of gnashes at you, but misses. And then Sildar. All right, uh, one of them on you actually um, bites down on you. It clamps down on Sildar. Um, around his, like, midsection, um, and hits him for five points of damage. But Sildar, what happens is it doesn't let go. It, um, it has actually latched onto you. Uh... <laughs> what now? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, so the other one's just trying to circle around and, and find a spot, but it can't really. Um, but yeah, you are, you have one of these creatures latched onto you. Oh, okay. Yep. Uh, and it's actually necrotic damage. Ah! Uh, awesome. Okay. And then, as another one is, uh, so there's two on winter, um, one of them... Um, does the same to her, and she screams. Um, and the other the other creature is trying to trying to move around and figure out um, how to how to better get at her. Also, but um, two of them can't really find purchase on on one person, so it's just sort of sneaking around. You know, early bird gets the worm. That's what they say. <laughs> They must have. They must have that saying where they're from. I really hope these aren't the birds here. <laughs> really hope. Really hope, Sildar. Right. Also, that was also, definitely not Sildar saying that. That was absolutely out of character. Oh, <laughs> Sildar is both screaming and and shouting for winter. That's the only words he can get out. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Yeah. All right, so. Um, Winter is screaming as this creature is like sort of latched onto her and you notice that she's actually, um, she's got like this candy stick club in her hand and she, um, she smacks down on the thing, um, and tries to, tries to detach it. Um, and after a bit, 
of struggle, she's she manages to to remove it from from her body, um, but that is her full turn. And she actually she actually looks over and sees her dad, and there's just tears in her eyes as she sort of takes in the fact that her dad is there, and he's also got this creature on him. And then, in the middle of the grove where she is, um, there is a sapling that sort of sways. And as it sways, it sort of turns around and says, Golly, there are a lot of you. And you sort of recognize the trees, bud. Only he's made of candy, including marshmallows, strawberry buds on his fingertips. Um, and he's just reaching down and trying to help um, help Winter. And he's going to make an attack on um, the other wretched creature. And he actually misses. Bud. <laughs> Wait, that tree's so a wait. friend of yours? Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> uh, uh, the, the, the non-candy version. <laughs> Bud, have you always been this tall? I don't remember <laughs> you looking down on us before. Gosh, I, I don't recall having, having these fingertips neither. I, I, I guess I woke up from, from some kind of weird dream, and you must be in my dream too. Although... Uh, I don't. I don't think these creatures are okay. Let's are, talk about this later, bud. Huh? No. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get. We'll get to that. Thanks for. Hold, thanks for joining the fight, though. We appreciate it. Oh no problem, sir. Hold that thought, bud. <laughs> let's get rid of these toothy <laughs> things. Sildar's right. patience is very thin. Imagine how patient <laughs> Sildar is. It's all gone. It's all gone right now. So Sildar, you have um you have a creature attached to you. Um what would you like to do? Yeah, well after he like makes direct eye contact with Winter and tells her that everything is going to definitely be fine as he's wrestling with this thing attached to him. Um he's base uh the other one is close by, yes. Yeah, you've got uh yeah, another one that's like just ready to, right. to come in. Um so I think he's what Sildar is going to try to do is use his multi-attack to get, you know, strike at both of them at the same time. Um, but he's first going to take a huge swing at the one that's not attached to him and then come in to stab the one that's attached to him. Uh, okay. Kind of like perpendicular to his body, just away. Okay. So the first attack is a 13. Uh, thirteen unfortunately misses. So you you've got this thing attached to you, and I think that's sort of encumbering your movement. <laughs> that makes sense. Uh, yeah, the uh, tracks. Uh, <laughs> <and> this <laughs> the second attack is uh, eighteen. That hits. Lovely. That's uh, six slashing damage. All right. So you're able to detach this creature, and it's got you know blood on its lips, and or. Does it have lips? I'm not even sure. Um, <laughs> it's got blood uh, across Aww. its many teeth, um, and um, it just sort of staggers back for a second. And now, Rose, it is your turn. Okay. I know I'm closer to Winter. Can I get to her within the next, like, within another sprint? Yeah. Okay. I want to sprint to Winter and then 
kind of swirl around so we're back to back and um the one that's nearest to her as I run by, I'm going to smack it on the head. Okay. <laughs> or I'm going to try to smack it. I'm going to... Nice. <laughs> yes. Okay. So that was seven. Twelve? Twelve. Okay. So you, you smack this creature and it just... Uh, it screeches um, and completely collapses into like this mushy little pile of whatever it is. Mm. Is there an- another one within a fist range? Yeah, they I'm were feeling, both. I'm feeling, I'm feeling very feisty. Okay, <laughs> they were both pretty close. Yeah, so if you okay. wanted to, yeah, because the other one was looking for for a way in on Alana or, or yeah. with her. and before and as I see it kind of going for, her, I'm going to punch it in the middle of the snout between. Well between its eyes <laughs> that are on the side of its head. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right. Roll your attack. Okay. Uh, that's only a 12. Yeah. Unfortunately, okay. uh, yeah, it, it misses. Maybe because you're a little afraid of the teeth and you're aiming yeah. like right above the teeth. Yeah. Please tell me I didn't miss and get my hand in the teeth. No, no. You're good. <laughs> okay. That would have been a one, right? Yeah. You didn't miss that bad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, did you did did you want to take an opportunity to try to figure out what these things are? Well, I'm so close. <laughs> take a tissue uh, sample if you want. <laughs> DNA swab. <laughs> yeah, now that I have such a good proximity to them, I wanna I wanna try to see how like do I yeah, what are these things? Can you roll uh do a intelligence arcana check? Okay. Oh. 17. Yes. All right. So um you probably heard from from your abbot back um back in Shu in the, in the monastery because you know he talked to you a lot about um the fascinating things out in the world and he had told you once of a monstrosity called the Sorosworn and the Sorosworn represent emotions in corporeal form. Um, they take on various types of emotions. And this one, based on how they reacted to you, your fear of getting bitten, you think that they might be the wretched and they feed off fear. Okay. And the more fear you feed it, the more deadlier they get. Oh. Sildar. Oh my gosh, I think I know. Oh. Don't be afraid. Don't be, don't, don't, mm. don't be afraid. I know these things. Winter is just like swinging her candy stick and she's like completely terrified. She's like, how, how do you not be afraid of these things? Have you seen them? My daughter uh-huh. is in is in grave danger of. I, 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 what are you What are you saying? I, pretty brave guy, but whew, really. <laughs> I mean, I I, on, I honestly thought my abbot was just using these as a metaphor for dealing with my emotions, but it totally looks like the drawing he showed me. <laughs> these things, like oh god, there's teeth. Um, <laughs> <laughs> 
All right. So as as you're uh, <laughs> as you're talking to trying to reason with Winter and Sildar, the um, the two wretched that you had left behind uh, kind of make their way towards you, um, and. I think if we're going to play this out um, narratively, um, fighting against fear, I might ask you to do a constitution saving throw like everybody. Sure. (sighs) 14. Okay, so Sildar saved. 13. Yeah, Rose saved. Okay. Uh, Winter did not, and Bud did not. No, they're so weak. So, <laughs> yeah, so so Bud was listening very intently to your words, um, and the more you spoke about what these things were, you could almost see the expression on his face getting like more and more frightened, and he's turning like a paler pink with every word. <laughs> Oh, so, no. so basically all these wretched are turning their attention to the middle of the grove where um, where Winter and Bud are. So Sildar, they are withdrawing from you and turning away. One of them um, latches on to Winter again. And another one somehow manages to get into Bud's, like, I don't know, chocolatey parts or something. And so whoa, the whoa, whoa. they <laughs> So again, you've got two of the wretched like attached. One is what is on Bud and one is on uh Winter, and both of them sort of scream, um, definitely frightened, and that's basically um intriguing the other the other creatures. Uh it is Winter's turn. And she's she's terrified and crying. Um, Dad, it hurts. I, I don't know how to fight them. Okay, Winter, be strong. This is the, the, you're you're so incredibly you've you've faced so much. This is this is nothing. This is a dream. This is your dream. Just be strong. What do you mean it's my dream? Oh. <laughs> I don't, we found your ribbons everywhere. I don't know. I thought this was thought this was your place. This doesn't look familiar. Well, yeah, but isn't this real? Oh, and it doesn't it's how have you ever seen a creature like that? This doesn't feel real to me. This is nothing. Uh, make me a persuasion check. That's a good call. <laughs> <laughs> Natural 20. (laughs) NPC natural 20. (laughs) All right. So uh, you can see that Winter's Winter's nodding and almost getting braver by the second as you talk to her. And she she makes an attack and swats off the, um, she like, basically pulls off the the creature. She's really weakened at this point, but she manages to, like, with her last bit of strength, to to pull this wretched creature off of her. Um, and so they're, they're starting to withdraw a little bit, but Bud is still, 
he's still scared and he's got one on him and he's just like, oh, uh, uh, what is it doing? Rose, Bud needs a pep talk to, to oh, talk Bud's, to your Bud's, woody friend. But Bud's going to get a pep talk. Um, I'm going to run over to Bud. I'm doing a lot of running today. <laughs> <laughs> get, get my cardio in. Uh, I'm going to run over to Bud and just throw my arms around his trunk and mm-hmm. give him a hug and say that you're the bravest sapling I've ever met, and you aren't going to let these little teethy things chew on you. I believe in you. All right. Make a persuasion check. Uh, Eleven. I, I was just going to say, I think you can get advantage because uh, Sildar just um, gave that pep talk to oh. Winter, and yeah, I think you can roll again. Mm. I'm a, a, 11. <laughs> All right. Um, he sort of believes you. Um, he's still a little trepidatious, as, especially because he's got one on him. Um, so um, there's the creatures are still sort of snarling around him, but, um, but he manages to... Um, summon enough courage to, to start to, to beat down on one of them. And, um, the one that's on him, he sort of like grabs onto its, its weird legs and he pulls it off and it sort of takes, takes a bit of, um, candy bark with it. Um, no, no, (laughs) but he's able to, to wrest it free from him. Um, so he's the only one that is still, uh, somewhat afraid um, Sildar, it is your turn. So, <laughs> I feel like <laughs> I don't want to take my act. Can my action be a speech? <laughs> yes. <laughs> you can very move, Sildar. <laughs> move towards them. Yeah. Puff up your chest. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna move towards uh, Bud, especially. But I mean, Bud and Winter, uh, kind of very like determined. Um, Almost like that, like a cowboy stride. Uh, and is yeah, Silder's gonna say, <laughs> "Listen here, bud. I don't know you, but I hear you don't usually look like this. But I think it's a great look. I think you're killing it. Uh, I will say that when I hear the dames uh, talk about their stories, they've mentioned you many times." Uh, and it's always positive and glowing, and and I've and I've always wanted to know someone like that. And I think a creature as unique as yourself has no reason to be afraid. And then he's kind of side eyeing Winter at the same time in case she needs another little, mm-hmm. you know, pick me up. Mm-hmm. Um, but you are you are bigger than this and you are better than this and like I said this is all a dream so you don't have to worry about anything just a dream it's nothing it's nothing did you even know you could dream this is amazing he kind of pokes at the bark that's missing um but then he he's sort of you know looks at you um do you want to do another persuasion check with um with advantage uh 15 all right. He 
he nods and he, you know, he's he's got Rose around his his midsection and he sort of like pats down on her and he's he nods and says, "Yes, sir, I I can be I can be brave." Um, Thank you for talking sense into me. And he puffs up his chest and stares down at the at the creatures. And so he, he actually says to them, Y'all go away now. I ain't afraid of you no more. And the creatures, um, they do start to sort of withdraw. And Winter pipes in and she says, Yeah, go. Go away. We're not afraid of you anymore. And she swings her her candy stick um, towards them, and you know they slowly withdraw, and eventually they are no longer in sight. Yes. <laughs> All right. Uh, and Sildar runs rushes right up to Winter as soon as that happens. Yeah, and Winter Winter does the same, and she's not even like embarrassed about the whole thing. She's like. <laughs> wraps her arms around her dad uh which like shocks sildar because that has not happened in a little while so mm-hmm. uh he's uh, both uh like terrified that this was even a thing but also like super grateful for that moment yeah and, and her candy uh, uh stick club is is sticky and it sort of sticks to your sticks to your clothing a little <laughs> Oh, Daddy, I I don't know what happened. I went. I was writing in my journal, and and I was just I was writing, and then I all of a sudden I was here, and there was that note, and I didn't know what to do. So I had all these ribbons with me still, and and see, she's she's got one in her hand, and and it, this is what I did in the forest when when the dame saved me, and and my friends, and it was all I could think to do. That was a very smart and brave thing that you did. That's a, that's exactly right. And yeah. and just just like before, Rose Rose showed up, and I I'm here, and everything's fine. It's well, it's Rose. Yes, everything's fine, and everything's gonna be fine, and everything will be fine. We'll definitely figure out how to get out of here because we're adults. I want to go and. <laughs> But but puts his hand up and he's like, technically uh, I I'm not an adult yet. I'm just a sapling. <laughs> Which makes you all the more impressive, bud. Oh gosh. That's awfully nice of you. But seriously, bud, how are you here? Uh I, I honest to goodness don't know. Uh one second I was in I was in my part of the forest and crooked woods and crooked forest, and next thing I know, I'm, gosh, I'm down here or up here or, I don't know, sideways of here. I don't even know where I am. I don't and even know what I'm made out of. Uh, it's called candy. Candy. A lot of sugar. Do you know? Do you do you, do you know any sugar canes in your? <laughs> for I mean, I don't really think they live in your habitat, but if you know any sugar canes, um. No, uh, maples, though. Uh, oh, yeah. You know. Oh, yeah. So kind of like syrup, sap, and, and, and made into treats. Fleshy things make 
traits out of our insides. Hmm. Okay. I'm never going to be able to eat candy again. <laughs> Turning, <laughs> Turning a little Ever. bit back into a nightmare again. So maybe you just stop talking about that. And uh... Uh, as you're as you're having this conversation, um, and you know those wretched creatures mm-hmm. sort of withdrew, uh, you do notice that in this grove, there's no longer a path out. Oh, great! I mean, I think we have to go forward, but there's no clear. It doesn't. We have to leave something behind. Alana um, is looking a little, uh, Winter is looking a little bit dejected at this point, and so she sort of slumps down, um, sort of slides down Bud's bark and just plants herself down at, at the base of him. Um, and, uh, and he takes his little marshmallow-filled hand and sort of pats her on the head, and she's just looking at the ribbon in her hand. I think maybe that. I'm, I'm only thinking as... As someone who's done a lot of of tailoring and a lot of weaving, that clothing and fabric have a lot more emotion and story wrapped up in them than a lot of people realize. These are the things we wear every day of our life. They're the things that often define us for when other people see us. And... You use these ribbons to help us find you. She nods. But you're still holding on to ones. I... I don't know. I... I mean, earlier tonight, I... I was getting rid of all my old stuff. The stupid, colorful dresses and stupid ribbons and all the things that made me stand out in the forest and... And probably got me caught by the knolls. I just... I don't... I don't know why... You think this is really it? Like a stupid ribbon is keeping us here? Well, you have a lot of... Just a lot. A lot of emotion. A lot of change in who and in, in your definition of yourself tied into those things and you call them stupid i don't think they're stupid i mean sometimes we don't know we need to change something until some encounter in our life reminds us that the way we've been behaving or dressing or something, just it's time to change. I am trying. I, I just want to be, you know, braver like all of you and and not, not get caught by monsters and, and all the scary things that are out here. I just... <sighs> all right. Um... If you think this is it, um, she, she, she gets up and she, um, she ties the ribbon around Bud's little wrist. All right. 
She takes a step back, and then there is a path that opens up on the other side of the grove. Rose just kind of puts her hand on Winter's shoulder. And Bud sort of like plays around with the ribbon. Gosh, that's (laughs) awful nice of you. I'll keep it safe. Soldar gives a little wink to, to Rose as if this was his plan. And he told her what to say. <laughs> you know, just like we talked about. <laughs> you know, if you're not going to claim credit as this being your dream, you don't get to take credit for the speeches. <laughs> fair. That's, yeah, that's fair. That's fair. <laughs> um, yeah, so Bud sort of like wistfully looks over at the path ahead. And he just sort of plays around with a ribbon. Well, are you just going to, I guess you stay here? He, he sort of shrugs and then points down to, to his roots. He says, um, as always, I kinda, I'm kind of stuck in the, in the earth or whatever this is. I, um, I guess this is goodbye. But this ain't real, though, is it? Right. Right. Yep. It's a dream. It's a dream, Mr. Bud. Sir. Well, if it is goodbye, it's been great continuing to bump into you, Bud. You've been... You move around a lot, actually, now that I think about it. I've learned a lot about your kind. (laughs) Well, uh, sure has been a pleasure knowing you, Rose. Um... In case this is real, um, he combs through the top of his head and he plucks out the equivalent of like a strand of hair. Um, uh-huh. <laughs> and after a moment of sort of spinning it in his hand, he passes you a cotton candy rose. Oh, thank you. Thank you. You, you taught me to be, to be brave and I will never forget that. If we're ever in the Crooked Forest, we'll come say hi. Mm, looking forward to it. And do you want to head down the path then? Yep. Uh, R- R- Rose gestures and lets uh, Winter take the lead. Or Sildar, depending on how they're feeling. Yeah, I think they're uh, walking side by side as Sildar has Aww. his arm around her shoulder. All right. So Winter and Sildar, you go ahead and um, Rose, you're sort of following behind, and mm-hmm. Bud gives gives you his, you know, his little strawberry marshmallow um, thumbs up. Thumbs up. <laughs> <Aww>. <laughs> um, and so ahead of you, uh, Sildar and Winter are are moving down the path, and Rose, as you step onto the path, there is a strange sensation that comes over you, like you're waking from a dream, and with every step forward you take. A darkness descends upon you. And then you wake to find yourself in your room at the Stonehill Inn. But even as you gain your bearings in the dark, the memory of what occurred fades from your mind. And try though you might, the details escape your recollection like grains of sand tumbling through your fingertips. And Sildar and Ro- uh, Winter, when you turn back, Rose 
is simply gone. So, Riot, you drift off to sleep, and before you know it, you wake, and before you is a picturesque lake on a warm summer day. The water shimmers as though gemstones are set beneath the surface, and everything is aglow in an ethereal golden hue. On the opposite shoreline, there's evidence of a small camp of sorts, but its inhabitants are nowhere to be seen. Ooh, am I, uh, I think I'm lucid dreaming. This is, this is rad. Uh, Riot stands up. Was she laying on the ground? Probably. Yeah. Yeah. She's, uh, just gonna scan the surface of the water and see if she can see anything before walking over to the abandoned camp. The water just seems like it's perfect for swimming in. Ooh, I, I do love a good swim. And I I do know a lot about clean water thanks to my sister. Mm. Uh, she's going gonna to dip a little, dip her non-dominant hand into the water just to see <laughs> what the temperature is. She's it's still suspicious. Sure. The, the water temperature seems like it's, com- like it's the absolute perfect temperature that you want it to be. <laughs> oh yes that oh god oh but what is it in kelvin i can only remember celsius and fahrenheit but there's a perfect temperature just for me um i think she's still she's gonna say um she's still gonna go check out the camp first before taking a swim all right <laughs> all right so you wander over to the campsite and as you're nearing um you notice that there are a few few items set up there. There's a, a picnic basket, um, children's toys, craft supplies. There's a brush and mirror. Swimsuits uh, seem to have been set out on rocks to dry. Um, and on the picnic basket, you do note that there is a black ribbon tied to the handle. And as you're sort of getting closer from the woods, emerge. Sildar and Winter. Oh. Uh, Riot, Riot waves heartily. <clears throat> Yoo-hoo! Hello! Riot? Riot? What? <laughs> did, I, did I stumble upon your beautiful and presumably full picnic basket? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, pic- picnic basket? Hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> yes, that is definitely ours. We definitely left this year. Uh, yeah, yeah. Thank you for finding it and keeping it safe. No, I'm just playing. That's not ours. I don't know what that is. <laughs> no, that that's that's mine. Says uh, says Winter. Um, and just just a side note for for Sildar, you are in perfectly fine health, and so is so is Winter. Oh. Yep. <laughs> you no. Know- no reason, kind of why I mentioned it. <laughs> <laughs> so Alana just sort of s- takes everything in and she just she just runs ahead to the camp and she picks up the mirror and she's she's sort of assessing 
how she looks and trying to fix her hair uh, and that, that new fringe that she has in the front there. Hey, have you seen Rose? Riot looks around and at the water and then at the sky and then shakes her head. No, I'm the one with wings and then looks back down at the water, the forest. Uh, no, I haven't. I haven't. I actually, now you think about it, I don't remember walking here or flying. Yep. 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 Uh, so we've been having a time. Uh, I'm glad you're here. Uh, unfortunately, Rose uh, vanished, I guess you could say. And uh, I mean, I'm glad to see you. But yeah, we've been kind of hanging out in dreamland, I guess. I don't know. I thought it was my dream. Rose thought it was her dream. Uh, then we found Winter here. Uh, saved her from a bunch of stuff. Listen, all I'm saying is, do you know how to get out of here? <laughs> Okay, well, I assume it's not through the power of sleep, since that's how we came. And after you walk through a door, usually it vanishes in this world. Uh, Unless... We didn't try that. (laughs) We only tried pinching, so... (laughs) We're really open to anything at this point. Riot takes note of his, like, purpled arm. Wow, you really let Winter go to town, huh? Seems like she's got some microaggressions out on her dad. Okay. Uh, well, okay. So, I was joking about the sleep thing, but no, I. you just came from the forest, no? Correct? Yes. Yep. <laughs> Pink candy forest. Uh, del- it was delicious. Uh, uh, frightening. And, oh, your friend Bud was there, actually. Uh, nice fella. I'm sorry, you you said the forest was delicious? (laughs) I can't tell if you're messing with me anymore, you know? (laughs) I'm a jokester, but... uh, Oh, thank God. It was actually made of candy. Everything was made of candy, so... Okay, well, oh, wow. I mean, you've seen me. You know I love to eat, but I'm going to assume maybe we don't eat anything else until we figure out where we are. Like, what what if you ate the doorway, Sildar? (laughs) Did you think about that? Sildar's eyes go... (laughs) Go wide, because he seriously has no idea what's going on, and he's just any possibility at this point. Yeah, we're gonna have to wait for the door to maybe go through your intestinal system, and that's it's just not gonna be pretty. So she she looks back at the water. And it's like, well, it's the only other major landmark I could see. Correct. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's a it's the lake, and it's. Uh, surrounded by forest and actually the path that Sildar and Winter came from is now closed off Um, Mm -hmm. but uh, as you're having this conversation um, Winter seems to she catches a glimpse of something in the reflection and looks a little surprised Uh, Winter (laughs) what's happening is your mirrored twin winking incorrectly uh, she just kind of puts the mirror down. Her her face turns a little pink. No, I just, I mean, nothing. And she just kind of goes over to the picnic basket um, and sort of rifles through it. Oh, right, right. Heart <laughs> sinks to her belly. She, like, tiptoes over to the mirror, one of her least favorite objects. And, uh... <laughs> And gingerly picks it up. She's like, oh, God. She's, okay. she's like, really 
trying to fight you on taking the mirror from her. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, okay. I mean, I'm just going to, like, flap my wings and lift her up and then shake her <laughs> like a dog on a pant leg <laughs> until she falls down, just like a foot, like nothing. <laughs> Sildar's laughing, slapping his leg. Thinks you guys are just, like, playing like old buds. Yeah. 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 All right. All right. So, you, so you fly up a little bit, and uh, Winter is just so surprised that she lets go of the mirror. Um, but then she um, she kind of lets you do it because uh, in the picnic basket, she, um, she finds um, a short sword. And she pulls it out, and she kind of pulls on the black ribbon, um... And it's trying to piece together, like, some sort of memory. Mm-hmm. What What is Riot seeing in the mirror? Uh, is she Is she still flying up, or...? Uh, yeah, like, like oh, two feet off the ground. Two feet off the ground, uh, you know, you just see, see your reflection and, um, and a little bit of the forest around you. Um, okay, she's gonna, she's gonna, like, hold it, like, up above her head. Like, I'll stretch your arm like those sweet, sweet MySpace photos of yore. <laughs> and, you know, get some, get some down cleave and then see uh, if she could see anything on the ground, too. All right. Uh, can you uh, do a perception check for me? It's going to be real good. Uh, <laughs> uh, 14. You think that you see something in the corner, like at the periphery of your vision, but you can't quite capture it. Okay, right, it's gonna land right where Winter was standing and see if she can, and then like kind of like move around and like move, like rotate her body in a circle to see if she can catch the fleeting image. Alright, uh, so the fleeting image, you you sort of see um, as you're circling around, there's a very drab smooth-skinned humanoid and it tries to dart out of the way very quickly hey hey you just like yelling at the mirror (laughs) um alana looks up in alarm and she says uh it's okay it's a Mm, what uh, did you do? <laughs> she, she Win- reached- winter hall, winter. What did you do? <laughs> N- nothing. I I didn't do anything. I. Mm, she kind of looks over at her dad. Um, we're not gonna be mad at you. We just, you know, <laughs> we're in this real cool place, and we want to make sure the party's all here. Oh, it's so embarrassing, though. Um, can you roll a <laughs> persuasion check? Yep. Oh, oh, oh yes. <laughs> oh, that's good. There's zero. Um, 17. All right. Um, uh, Riot's going to go over to Winter and whisper in her and go, is it more embarrassing than this? <laughs> okay. And for Riot's big secret, visit our website. <laughs> Please check our Patreon. No. <laughs> that sweet, sweet bonus content. Yeah. Up. Um, Winter, Winter kind of giggles a little, and um, she really Rude. she's turning okay. she's turning a little bit more beet red, and 
she says to you, it's okay. When I was little, like really little, not now, like really, really little, I had an invisible friend named Opal. Oh, Opal. I remember Opal. Aww. Yeah. So is Opal here in the mirror? Well, no. I mean, she... Oh, oh, she's... Oh. She's I'm... here. I just... I haven't seen her in a really long time. Like, after I turned 10, well, actually right on my 10th birthday, she disappeared and I haven't seen her since then. Um, but yeah, she's, she's here. Did you, uh, you guys had fun, right? She wasn't like the invisible friend that you just blamed everything on? <laughs> no, I, I told her all my secrets and she was, she's been my friend since, well, She's been my one true friend since the the bad time. Um, and this was before this was before Dad. And um, as she's speaking, she she tells you about how she came to be an orphan. Her dwarven village was basically destroyed by an unknown force. And she was just a little girl at the time that it happened. And shortly thereafter, Opal appeared. And as she's speaking about all these troubling events of her childhood, the tranquil lakeside setting, it morphs into a hazy gray mist. And before you, an entire village has been destroyed. Fields are nothing more than smoldering embers. Empty husks of houses lie in ruin, its occupants strewn about utterly lifeless. Ashes blow in a soft breeze, momentarily coating an invisible form as it rises, claws withdrawing from a dwarven corpse. Winter has the short sword clutched in her hand, and she is just trembling at the realization of what's happened of what's happened and who opal actually is and oh. now i'm gonna <laughs> need you to roll for initiative yeah oh no i really liked opal <laughs> <laughs> yeah it was cool she spoke a lot contributed was super no she um. kept winter occupied <laughs> Remember, this was in the time of BD before Dad. So, <laughs> well, oh no, I guess no, like, it wasn't actually. Yeah, 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 it overlapped. Uh, right, got a fifteen. Sildar is seventeen. Ooh, Daddy, <laughs> no, I did not mean to say it like that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so um, as you are standing there, um, from behind Winter and Sildar. It seems like your shadows have come to life. And Sildar, it is your turn. Come to life in like a good way, like a fun Peter <laughs> Pan way, or like a bad 
Like are, evil twin yeah, way. Like, are they? You're, you're getting a murdery vibe off of these shadows. <laughs> so they're not. So they're not doing the macarena and like you know like point at you like your turn to dance like. <laughs> no, it's like more like uh, the Dracula shadow coming down the stairs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and just to note, you also the little picnic area is still there. Oh. Because it's winter's warped imagination that's uh that's still you know when in a dream where there's like certain elements that sort of stick around the little campsite is still there got it and winter has that sword she does okay i'm gonna just say to her winter hold on to that sword tight and swing it hard uh and i'm going to (laughs) try to Attack my shadow, <laughs> I suppose. Okay. Is it okay. like flat on the ground or has it become like 3D? It's become 3D. Cool, 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 cool. <laughs> All right, we're into some like Kingdom Hearts stuff now. Let's do it. <laughs> so Sildur's only going to try to attack his shadow. Um, he's probably slightly afraid of what attacking Winter's shadow would do. Um, but he'll try to just try to make two longsword swipes at it um okay so the first is a 16 and a four so that's not gonna do nothing the the first one does strike through the shadow um and i need you to roll your damage (laughs) that's an eight slashing damage you're gonna tell me shadows can't take slashing damage (laughs) it's not that they can't take slashing damage yeah 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 i know you do swipe (laughs) you do swipe through it but it doesn't do as much damage as you would expect it to i I, I expected that (laughs) (laughs) well i mean sildar does know his way around like he is he is uh yeah again though (laughs) this is probably new for him you know, that's coming to life, so. Yes. All right, so um, Winter is um, is actually not going to attack her shadow because she is trembling with rage at, at Opal, mm-hmm. um, and she's going to tr- attempt to attack Opal. And she is so angry that she swipes with the sword and completely misses. And at this point, there are tears um, tumbling down her her face. How could you do this? Um, Riot, it is your turn. All right. Uh, Riot <laughs> is pulling out a hollow's edge and a bolt. <laughs> I mean, with, uh, with one hand, I guess. She's super good. Um, <laughs> and with the other one, she's using... Uh, say the middle finger to create the <laughs> the rune mark of hunter's mark <laughs> nice <laughs> um, definitely gonna go for a uh, winter's shadow because you know she's kind of left herself a little bit open <clears throat> so she's got hunter's mark um glowing on the shadow and like you know a deeper black if that's possible uh, <laughs> <laughs> and then it's gonna let a uh a bolt fly uh right uh, we're gonna say right at the heart of the shadow. <laughs> All right. Ooh. Let's see. Plus my two because I'm using my weapon of choice. Um, <laughs> or my fighting style. Plus two. Yeah. Oh, do do do. Twenty one. My nice. my bow can drink. 
(laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so that definitely, that arrow flies uh, true. Uh, Now uh, roll for your damage. Okay, so I get my first, my d8, okay, and then my plus, oh, six, or one d6. (laughs) Nine. All right, and one is piercing? Piercing is six. Six. And And then then the the hunter's mark is three. Okay. So the arrow uh, flies and sort of like pierces through the heart area and goes through. Um, It does do damage. Um. But you, as a, as a hunter, understand that piercing damage, um, it's got some sort of resistances towards it. Oh, good. Good. My hunter's sense kicked in without me using it. I love it. Okay. <laughs> no. She pulls out her book and writes no piercing. No, she doesn't write that down. <laughs> she makes a mental note. Mental note. No piercing. <laughs> All right. So um, it is Opal's turn. And Opal strikes at Winter. With her claws, she sort of rakes across um, Winter. And Winter Winter screams in pain <gasps> as the claws kind of go, go across her chest. No. <laughs> that was in character, right? Of course. <laughs> no, no. No, I'm an old man. <laughs> and now it's the shadows' turn, so they're each going to attack um, Sildar and Riot. So Sildar's up first. Uh, Eleven does not hit, and a one definitely doesn't hit. Oh, oh, oh no. man! <laughs> I'm going to guess the shadow like like makes for me, and then I stick out one of my clawed feet and trip it like I'm in, we're in a Warner Brothers cartoon. <laughs> It doesn't quite stumble because it is a shadowy form, but okay. um, yeah, they they both um, they both have failed at their their attacks, um, and now it is back at the top of the order with Sildar. Okay, um, you got it, S man. I th- think Sildar wants to try his hand at Opal now, uh, because Opal has. Uh, attacked winter and that is upsetting mm-hmm. uh but again take the two huge swings with his long sword uh, okay. at opal uh, so we have a 12 and a 13 uh so you are really mad with rage and Unfortunately, swinging. you're blindly swinging and missing. <laughs> I like to think that he starts swinging before he even gets to Opal. <laughs> like T- tears also streaming from his yes. face. Oh, man. All right, um, Winter is going to take the opportunity to um, to grab a, a, a pot of paint from the picnic basket and hurl it at. Opal. Natural 20. So so Opal uh, takes this pot of paint. uh, It splashes all across. Um, So now um, this creature is actually a little bit more visible. Mm -hmm. Um, And she's also going to um, 
try to stab at stab at it again. And again, unfortunately, she misses. Um, and she's just really, really weeping at this point, just like so, so mad that she can't actually hit Opal and it's making her even more frustrated. Um, and she's just sort of um, standing there crying. Um, and Riot, it's your turn. Riot thinks in her head that no, in a voice in her head that no one else can hear. Like daughter, like father, like daughter. I'm going to enroll them in a boot camp when we're done with this. <laughs> uh, and she uh, drops her longbow and pulls out her glaive, uh, two-handed weapon, and just whole horks it at the, uh, I mean, still holding on to it, at the uh, the shadows, uh, we're going to say Tukus region this time. <laughs> All right. <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> She gets a one. Oh, <laughs> I'm sorry, a four. A four. I forgot my attack bonus. <laughs> a four. Uh, the shadow just sort of like does a little booty shake and and miss, uh. you, you, you <laughs> clearly miss. <laughs> yeah, you can hear it go boom, boom, like around it. Okay, cool. <laughs> All right. Uh, it is Opal's turn, and she is going to take a swipe at Sildar and. She actually misses Sildar. <laughs> Her claws sort of rake out and just uh, just miss uh, making a connection. Monkey see, mm. monkey do, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> and now the shadows are going to go. Uh, first, we're going to go for Riot. Um, Come at me. 11 does not hit. Mm-mm. And the other one is going to close in on Riot as well. And a three does not hit. So these shadows are just sort of floating around, uh, trying to trying to harry you uh, and not doing a particularly good job of it. Uh, Sildar, it's your turn. I think what Sildar would do now is actually uh, approach Winter and kind of try to comfort her. Is that an action? Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, absolutely. I think you know, th- there's a part of him that's like wants to be in fighter mode, but um, it's Winter just looks too distraught um to to let that happen. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, he's he's gonna kind of move close to her and just kind of make eye contact, um, and try to calm her down. Um, he remembers the the last encounter they had, dream dream counter, um, <laughs> where it was all about her emotions, and he's just gonna try to tap into that. And I think he might actually kind of tell her about the sword, the short sword. Um, so he's just like quickly kind of semi distracting, semi calming her. Um, Winter, this. The short sword. Uh, this is this is this is actually mine. I or it's my family's. I've had it for long. I don't know where you found it, but you're holding it, and it it just seems to really take to you. Look look at it. It's it's basically glowing with you, and I just I don't think you have any reason to be upset. And if you're going to be upset, just you take that anger. And you focus it on where you want it to go. 
and he kind of points in Opal's direction, although he's not looking <laughs> at Opal. <laughs> Hopefully not also pointing at Riot behind him. Yeah. Uh, can you make a persuasion check? It's it's actually for eye contact because getting teenagers eye contact is one of the hardest things in the D and D universe. So. I assume she's just like rolling her eyes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, ooh, fifteen, which All is right. good for Sildar. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> for Sildar in in relation to Winter. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, exactly. Yeah. So uh, she, as you're speaking, um, and telling her about the the properties of the sword and and how powerful she is the the scene does get slightly darker it seems like it might be for ambience but as it gets darker her sword um it glows with moonlight and she sort of straightens up and wipes the tears from her eyes and uh i'm gonna give winter advantage on her rolls now okay. all right winter all right. Um, is there anything else that uh, Sildar wants to do? No, he'll probably just ready himself. Okay. All right. So Winter misses on the first one, takes a deep breath, <laughs> and um, so her sword swings out, and it's glimmering with this beautiful moonlight, and sl- cuts through um, through the the creature. And it slashes through, um, and it lets out a a bit of a an unholy sort of screech, um, but it's still standing. Right, it's your turn. Excellent. Right, it's going to advance on the same monster, uh, <laughs> pulling out her short sword <laughs> and holding it. Is, sorry, was the sun out in this village scene? Uh, it had just it had just darkened for ambiance purposes, so okay. uh, yeah, <laughs> it's uh, it's it's still dark. So that yeah, she, awesome. Yeah. She's holding up her short sword, proclaiming, "Aha!" and the matching sword short of dusk glow, because <laughs> there's probably nothing glowing about it. <laughs> <laughs> and she's gonna attempt to take a swipe, uh, maybe a perpendicularly so to make like an x shape on this creature and just you know open it up like a dumpling <laughs> okay roll your attack yep 14 that that hits yes all right uh yeah so she yeah crisscross and you don't <laughs> nope i'm not gonna yep <laughs> <laughs> all right roll your Does, damage oh yeah sorry too preoccupied in my note taking. <laughs> Five damage. Piercing. Uh-huh. All right. Um, so again, your your short sword uh, swipes through and uh, Opal lets out another unholy sort of screech um, and looks uh, looks to be fairly wounded at this point. And Opal is going to turn her attention to Riot. Ooh. Can Riot yell something really fast, though? Absolutely. (laughs) Uh, She's going to yell to uh, Winter, You might have to forgive Opal. I don't know. You know, just she's coming after (laughs) me. But I feel like forgiveness might be key, too. Okay. (laughs) Goodbye. Maybe forever. Who knows? (laughs) 
winter is winter is very firmly planted in the on the ground and she says there is no forgiving what this monster did she took away my family and everything i ever knew and then she pretended to be my friend and uh the skulk actually tries to claw at you um but is distracted by Winter's um, little speech and misses. Huh. Well, think about it this way, Winter. Maybe it, it was, you know, acting in the manner it knew best, but when it saw you, it wanted to make sure you'd be okay because you were just a baby, you know? Make sure you would live. And, you know, now you have a new family. A, a doofy family. She's pointing at herself and Sildar. Uh, Sildar's just know, nodding. A- Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> it's but it's a family. She nods. You you are a couple of toofy family members, <laughs> but I I'm glad you got that takeaway. Oh, good. <laughs> <laughs> um the shadows sort of close in uh around you now and they are going to attack um Winter and Sildar. The first one uh, tries to swipe at um, Winter and misses, and the second one tries to wipe, swipe at Sildar and also misses. These shadows are not spectacular at combat. <laughs> not enough body to them, you know? Yeah. Uh, Sildar, it is your turn. All right. Uh, Sildar's going to try to take another longsword crack at Opal, uh, sensing the weakness. Two attacks on this. Oh, 21 for that first swipe. Definitely. And, uh, well, that's a natural one on that next one. But the first one is going to look real good. (laughs) (laughs) Doing it. Uh, Four slashing damage. All right. Where were you aiming, Brittany? Silder? Uh. You guys did like an X, yeah? Mm-hmm. So I think he's trying to continue that kind of star formation. <laughs> <laughs> so the first one's like straight down, and then the second one he tries to come in, and like he definitely misses, but doofily like pretends like he was just kind of, hey, <laughs> whoops. Yeah. Right, right, nods and like thin line, thin lipped smiles. We're going to turn you into a footnote. The, the skulk sort of hisses uh, at you, um, definitely understanding, but also not able to sort of communicate. And now it's Winter's turn. And oops. And um, she tries her best to swipe at this creature, and unfortunately um, misses, even with advantage. She, it doesn't dissuade her though, because she's still standing very firmly planted, mm-hmm. um, staring, staring the creature down. And Riot, it's your turn. Uh, was the the short sword, the moonlight one, the only thing in that picnic basket? It looked that way. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Okay. I just, sorry, I just wanted a cheese break. Uh, okay. <laughs> she Riot takes her short sword of dusk glow. It's a real name now. <laughs> And uh, 
is going to go right for Opal's, like, hissing mouth. <laughs> oh, wolf. That is a 11. Ugh. Unfortunately, that misses. Um, you try to swipe, <laughs> and um, the creature sort of dodges out of the way. <clears throat> the knife point, like, hits in between the teeth. Uh, you really got to floss more, you know? <laughs> like, this will kill you in the long term. <laughs> And again, it hisses, not appreciating your humor. Uh, <laughs> and it um, it swipes at you and uh, does not connect. <laughs> Mordenkainen's tome of foes, everyone. <laughs> Mordenkainen's. Uh, all right, uh, Shadow's turns. Um, so they're going to continue um, attacking. Attempt, attempting to attack. Attempting to attack. <laughs> uh, oh. It's, it's kind of like we're just doing like a cool music video at this point, right? Like there's so much dancing involved yes. and parrying. It's like, yes, there's a lot of choreography for sure. Yeah, like a really rad fencing music video. <laughs> well... We joke now, but uh, the second shadow actually connects with uh, with Sildar. Oh! And um, so it swipes out at, at Sildar, and let's see. Oof. Can I see this shadow? Is it was it in front of me? Yeah. Can I try to parry? Yes. I'll do that. I'll do that real good. Take it to the bridge, Sildar. Uh, so my AC is actually 21. All right, so it actually misses. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> nice. That's it. He's just uh, doing another dance move. He's just adding to the music video. Getting <laughs> out of the way. Yeah, and Winter just rolls her eyes really, really hard. Yeah, <laughs> teens love it when their parents dance, if I've learned anything mm-hmm. from All not right. having one. yeah. <laughs> All right, Sildar, it's your turn. Yeah, I think immediate distraction is that shadow, so he's going to go after that shadow again. Um, okay. Whichever, I'm not even sure we are classifying them as one or another, but the one that just attacked me. Yikes. Yep. Uh, that's... A six? That's not going to happen. Aha, and a 21. So second slash... Yes. Connects, I hope. And <laughs> for... See daisy uh, Five slashing damage. All right. So again, um, you slash at it. It does... You can tell it does a little bit of damage, but not as much as, as uh, you thought it would. Fool me twice, you know? (laughs) (laughs) All right. Now, Winter, uh, again, she's going to try really hard and focus her attention on Opal. You've got this, Winter. Aim true. And she does it. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Let's see what she does. All right. So her blade swings. And she stabs into the center of that uh, little asterisk that you've all made. Mm -hmm. Um, And the creature crumples down. And you can see on its face like a look of of misery. 
um, as whatever life this creature has just completely dissipate, dissipates and it crumples to the ground. That's my girl. <sighs> she lets out this really deep sigh. Um, and then in the distance, although you've still got these two shadows here, you do notice that there's a path that uh, um, has revealed itself. There's sort of like this um, patch of sunshine that peaks above the horizon and it reveals a way out of the bleak village. Cool. Riot's going to step in front of the two shadows and yell, go up the path, I got these guys. Oh. Winter looks Winter looks over at, at her dad, not sure. I mean, I'm going to fly, you know, like five feet after you. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just, I'm just trying to keep you from getting hit on your way out. <laughs> Sildar. Uh, Every moment counts. <laughs> Sildar is going to walk really slowly up to winter. Occasionally looking back at Riot nodding. Because <laughs> well, she's got if this. You're, if you're going to, if you're going to walk away, uh, the shadow does get an opportunity attack. Uh, this is what I was trying to avoid. <laughs> walk, walk backwards. Work those glutes. <laughs> so walking away, I was walking towards winter. <laughs> to, so that we could walk away. <laughs> yeah. Um, in order to do so, they will take opportunity attacks. So, Sildar, do you want to do that? Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, okay. That's... Tube's going to... Uh, it does... It does um, hit... And it does eight necrotic damage. What? Go down and, the blaze of glory and and your strength score is reduced by two points. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Forever. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Tomapo is not messing around. <laughs> I joked earlier, but uh... <laughs> All right, but you do make it over to Winter. Um, the shadow is now with Riot, but uh, Winter does have a shadow on her. Um, what do you want to encourage her to do? I'm going to look at Winter and say, do you want to stay and fight? Winter nods and says, she's a doofy family member, of course. <laughs> <laughs> she could, She can hear you really like, loud and clear. <laughs> Thank you. Let's go. Cool. My sacrifices for nothing. <laughs> I love you. Yes, let's go. All right. So uh, they're they're gonna stand their ground and riot. Um, so you've got uh, a shadow in front of you. Yeah, she's gonna swipe uh, at the neck of it. All right. With her short sword. Haha. Burn, burn it. 20. Yes, that definitely hits. Haha! Is that a natural 20? That is a that... is a 15 plus my attack bonus. Okay. So. <laughs> right, it's like excited. She's like, they call me the head lopper. Uh eight. <laughs> Piercing. <laughs> Piercing? Yeah. Alright, so you swipe at the shadow, and um it seems like it's beginning to lose form. Excellent. They call me the, uh, she's taking it down one peg at a time. <laughs> All 
All right, so it's the shadow's turn. Uh, it misses Riot. <laughs> and it swipes at Sildar again. Um, and it hits for 23. So Ooh. that hits your AC. Yep. Uh, and, oof. Okay. Uh, it slashes out at you for 10 damage. <laughs> mm-hmm. And your strength is reduced by four points. <laughs> Sildar, don't don't worry about it. I forgot I have all this stacking stuff I forgot to do. You're good. Great, Riot. This is great. Also, this is the worst dream ever. Winter, I still love you, but this really is terrible. Uh ow. <laughs> what what what's a stream? <laughs> Just fight. Yeah, he's slurring his speech now. Uh, Sildar, it is your turn. Oh, yeah, okay. Oh, man. Yeah, he'll uh, turn around to that shadow that uh, attacked him and <laughs> try to swipe at it twice with his longsword. Okay. Uh, <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, okay, well, 11. It could be worse. And 11. So, uh, on the off chance that that shadow uh, <laughs> forgot how to be a shadow. <laughs> Sadly, no. Yeah, uh, the okay. shadow is able to sort of dodge out of the way. Okay. All right. And now it is Winter's turn. Sildar's and... going to move away also. Um, but, like, boldly? <laughs> like, like in a cool way? Like, a, <laughs> like, 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 not away, but, like, to the side? Like... Quietly, but like <laughs> crutch cool. first. Like I'm, I'm. How is this coolly? Like, like are, you, are, are you, are you like, are you like, you got your fists up by your your chest? You're kind of doing like a shoulder roll yeah. into the, like, the space <laughs> no, away. No, like you know, at a dance, like he, like he's just going to the wall and like being a chaperone for this like, fight that's <laughs> happening. So he's just gonna kind of blend in. You know. Are you trying to disengage from from the shadow? No, 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 no. Okay, no, 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 Cat, I would never. No, no, it's uh, maybe maybe you missed the new spell section in Tome of Foes. It's called d- Dad Dad Chaperone, and uh, it's the ability to become a one with a wall. Yes. Yep. All right. Uh, um, so Winter is actually going to step ahead of Dad. Um, <laughs> That's exactly what I wanted to happen. <laughs> does she do it coolly, though? <laughs> I mean, she course. does, and she uh, yes. she you can see again like that rage is building up, but it's sort of a controlled rage. Uh, she she uh, got a nineteen, and um, with her glowing sword, it, it actually glows even more. Um, as it's swiping through the shadow. Um, and as it's glowing, even though she's got this, it's a, it's a piercing or slashing weapon. Uh, it does, it does seem like it's like that moonlight and the, the radiance from the, from the sword actually cuts through it. Um, and it screeches, right? It is your turn again. Yeah, uh, she is going to attack the same shadow she clipped in the neck. <laughs> She's also going to cast Slayer's Prey on it. She hits it with a 
weapon attack, it's going to take an additional 1d6 uh, that she will add to that other 1d6 she's definitely not forgotten from the <laughs> So a total of 2d6 on the additional. All she's right. going to take that short sword and go, I never forget. I never forget anything. No. <laughs> uh, 13. That hits. Oh, yes. <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay. Um, the first piercing damage is eight. Mm-hmm. Okay, and now we've got Hunter's Mark. Oh, oh one. <laughs> Slayer's Prey, three. For a total of 13, right? Yeah. All right. Tell us how you uh, how you dispatch the shadow. Yes, she goes. She has the short sword above above her shoulders. She comes down in the face, and she's gonna gut it tip to toe. Gut that shadow. Let the daylight <laughs> in. She screams, like going down to the crotch. <laughs> uh, yeah, and I assume it like it like splits in two, and then just kind of. Yep. Evaporates. Yeah. It sort of evaporates into the darkness. Um, and then seeing how the tides have turned, the final shadow just sort of fades into darkness. Yeah, you better um, run. That's yeah, right. Good job, S- uh, good job, Sildar. I don't you you could see it was behind your back, Winter, but he totally dispatched that guy. <laughs> oh man, I've never whoo, it's been whew, that was amazing. Sildar's holding his, like, lower back. Uh, and, like, <laughs> but, like, trying to make it look just like he's standing up straight. But He's he's chewing on some, like, medicinal roots. <laughs> like... <laughs> uh, wi- Winter is just sort of staring at both of you and looking down at her sword that's glowing and just... You can tell that she's completely amazed. At us, right? (laughs) (laughs) Is that what you mean? (laughs) At the situation. (laughs) Us included. Okay, all right. Cool, cool, cool. (laughs) You're part of the situation. (laughs) Yeah, we're part of the situation, all right. (laughs) All right. Oh, Winter, are are you okay? I think you did amazing. She nods. She sees you. You did pretty awesome, too. And you too, Dad. I haven't seen you do anything like that before. <laughs> oh, yeah. Your dad does this sort of stuff all the time. Usually he he, uh, he, he doles it out a little bit more, but, you know, he wanted to let, to let you have a shot. <laughs> you were pretty good with that sword, I have to say. I knew you would be, but it was really, really cool to see you do that. <laughs> She he's, rolls her eyes. He's not giving yeah. her the finger guns, but like he is with his <laughs> eyes. Oh, right. Just right. Hurts watching this. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Shall we walk down the path before we, you know, meet any other travelers? Oh, yeah. Those other creatures, we didn't actually kill them all with Rose, so they could be literally anywhere. <laughs> we should probably go. That sounds like a really good idea. I want to leave all this behind. It's I didn't really think I would see see all this again. And she just sort of looks at the village and um 
kind of takes in, you know, what what was her past. I think Sildar uh, kind of takes his arm around her shoulder, um, which he's still shocked that she's letting him do that, um, <laughs> and says, "You know, this is this is where I I found you. I I remember this scene too." Really? I, yep i i I was sent here to your village, or what was your village, uh, to clean up after this terrible thing happened, and there wasn't a soul around except you. You were huddled in front of what I I guess was your house, and you were holding so closely to this little stuffed bear. You know that the stuffed bear you still. Have it in your windowsill. Yeah, Bairn. <laughs> uh, right does not laugh. <laughs> you were so still. I, I, I'm surprised I even noticed you. You were like, you looked like you were made of stone. You were staring straight ahead. And I, I, I knew just then you, something... You're a very special girl, Winter. And no matter what happens, I don't care what name you go by or what clothes you wear or what color ribbons you have, you will always be my rock. Thank you, Dad. And she just hugs into you a little bit and you all sort of walk the path and... With every step you take, your surroundings sort of lose shape. And Riot, you wake as though from a dream. And even as you gain your bearings in the dark, the memory of what happened dissipates from your mind. Try though you might, the details escape your recollection like grains of sand tumbling through your fingertips. I feel like I did some really sick stuff in my sleep and I can't remember. The muscle memory, no! <laughs> is she, wait, is Riot in the room with anyone else? She's like crying. Like, no, no, you're... you're waking uh, up everyone else? Okay. You're, you're in the hayloft uh, at the Alderly okay. Farm. Um, when, you, when you do um, go through your things in the morning, though, um, you find a pair of boots. And after examining the boots for a little bit, um, you recognize them as boots of false tracks. Um, only humanoids can wear these boots. While wearing the boots, you can choose to have them leave tracks like those of another kind of humanoids, humanoid of your size. Oh. Uh, will they fit over my, like, <laughs> claw feet, though? Like, they'll fit on... <laughs> They should fit over your clawed feet. <laughs> okay, cool, cool. Yeah, I was like, oh, cool gift for someone else. <laughs> Regift. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'll, mo- I'll modify. Oh no, these are rad. <laughs> she's she's like reveling in this too because uh, you know she follows tracks in the forest a lot. Now she's gonna be like, oh, I'm gonna mess with someone's. <laughs> okay. If they fit, oh, that's a oh. Oh, Riot's embarrassing big secret in shoe fitting is a podcast. <laughs> oh, she, yeah, she's she's excited, but she, yeah, she is wondering who or how she got these shoes. Mm-hmm. 
In the morning when Rose wakes up, she finds um, a staff in the corner of her room. Um, taking a closer look at it, she recognizes it as a staff of adornment. And what this does is if you place an object weighing no no more than one pound, such as a shard of crystal, an egg, or a stone, if you place it above the tip of the staff while holding it, the object floats an inch from the staff's tip and remains there until it's removed or until the staff is no longer in your possession. The staff can have up to three objects floating over its tip at any given time. And while holding the staff, you can make one or more of the objects slowly spin and turn in its place. Ooh. <laughs> I'm, I'm just going to be turning this thing over in my hand, trying to figure out how it must have just been left here by the person who stayed here before. <laughs> but I can't believe I didn't notice it before. Huh. <laughs> Don't turn it into lost and found. <laughs> Oh, oh, you totally yeah. would, Rose. Oh. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Except for the fact that I've been stealing stones. <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm just gonna, you know, my, my quarterstaff was looking a little rugged. I'm just gonna stick this in my bag. <laughs> I'm still not... I, I don't have memory of that, but I definitely just feel like I earned it. <laughs> <laughs> Winter wakes at her writing desk, ink smeared on her face. She glances around until her eyes meet Bairns. With a sigh of relief, she picks up her old friend, and only then noticing the short sword beside him, with an opal carved in the shape of a crescent moon on the pommel. Odd to find the weapon here, especially one with a black ribbon tied to its hilt. A gift from her dad, she wonders? Stifling a yawn, She makes a note to ask him in the morning. When she rises from her desk, she turns and sees the sack of pretty things she had packed away earlier in the day. Marching toward it with the stuffed bear in hand, she hesitates as she looks down at Baron again. Then, with a heavy sigh, she ties the sack shut and brings the bear to bed with her. Surely not all things in the past are meant to be forsaken. Hey listeners, it's Kat again. That's a wrap on this one-shot adventure for Podcasts of Foes. Thanks to Wizards of the Coast and Victoria Rogers at The Broadswords for reaching out to us. You can find the full list of participating podcasts and streamers at dnd.wizards.com. If you're new to D20 Dames and like what you've heard, head on over to iTunes and smash that subscribe button. You can also reach out to us through our social media links, which you can find at d20dames.com. Anyway, that's it for now. Until next time, misadventure awaits. <laughs>